Life is full of surprises, and we often react to things in front of us because we are preoccupied with, well, life. We make decisions with little information and expect good things to happen at the end. There are three types of saving, and we all want the ability to feel secure and free. In this episode, we want to share with you the last type of savings and give you the hope that one day you can choose to stop working for a paycheck. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you, who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and the veterinary community at large across the United States, owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors and the hosts of the Smarter Vet Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step in their plan. Make sure to check us out with all of our other great resources that you can find on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, articles. You can find all this on our website at flvetadvisors.com. And if you haven't looked at our YouTube channel before as well, we've got plethora of different videos on there that you can watch too. So when it comes to reasons for planning, Tom, like we talk about RFPs all the time. We talk about it with clients. We talk about how it's so important to get your RFPs. The ultimate pinnacle of all RFPs ever to have existed, I think, and I think you'd agree with me, is the reason to get financially independent mm, financial independence it sounds great like full-blown like i don't have like my pay i don't care about a paycheck i don't have to care about a paycheck because my assets produce enough income for me for the rest of my life that i don't have to work i can choose to work but i don't have to most people think of it like in like that that awful word right what's that what's that word that i that i can't stand it's, it that, starts um, with an r i think it's called uh re retire yeah I don't there it is I don't even know how to spell retire anymore. I'm like, what is retire? That's something that's something like that's not even like that's something like people do when they like they like can't work anymore, right? Like that's that's what it's usually considered, right? It's like mm -hmm. I'm I'm older, like I got like people think I've got to be older in order to retire. We call it financial independence mm -hmm. because it's like, you know, I I I know know about you Tom, but like it would be cool to retire when I'm young. Yes. Or at least Semi-retire, right? Of course. Yeah, it's, it's you know, you're partially retired or it's, you know, really to think of it, like what, what does retire mean? Because like a lot of times think of it like there's a certain specific like time <laughs> and like it cut just, off. Yeah, like a cutoff. I'm, I'm like, I'm here, I'm there and now I'm retired. And I, I, remember I was talking to someone the other day about this and they're like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm retired now. But then like when I talk to them, like they're not even to a part where they're like financially independent either. They just, they have a certain date and then they just stopped and like, Eventually, retirement or financial independence, when we really think of it, it's you don't have to choose, you don't have to work for a paycheck, especially too. In some of our last episodes, we've talked about at some point you're going to transition to something else. You know, you're going to spend your career doing something. Maybe you love what you do and you want to semi retire, like what CJ was talking about. But at another note, you are going to say, I, I want to work on something else. I want to do something else, especially if you got to a certain part in your life. You're not going to just say, Hey, I'm going to sit around on the couch and just watch Netflix and, and videos all day long because you're probably going to go insane. I know I would personally go insane. <laughs> I can only watch so much. And then I'm like, okay, what else are we doing now? Uh, so at some point, like we do want to have that ability to say, hey, I want to choose to work for a paycheck versus having to go to work. So when we think of that, it's 
how do we get there? Like, what is the steps or the process to get there? And it really revolves around saving money. Well, and when people think of saving money, that comes in so many different ways, right? Like, because there are savings to spend, there's savings for emergencies, right? And we've we've spent the last couple of episodes going through different types of savings. Like, we've we've labeled our own things in the savings. So when people say saving money, the default thing that people think of is their 401k, mm-hmm. like, right? Whenever they think of like saving for the future, but most people don't even know where the 401k came from. They don't know what it's, what it's named after. Like, what does it even stand for? Right. And oftentimes their savings account is their only other savings bucket. When you say 401k too, just, uh, is I'm guessing it's okay to put money in my 401k, right? Like where does that K come from? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Subsection <laughs> K of the IRS code, right? So right. it's, it's the tax code. It's a tax code. 401k is a tax code. It doesn't like some people think it means that I need to have $401,000 in order to retire. <laughs> I've, I've heard that before. And, and if that's you, like, I'm not knocking on you. Like, don't, don't feel bad. You're not the only one. I, I, I totally get it. Right. Because no one teaches us this stuff, right? They, people just say, Hey, do this. And then you're like too busy running and gunning, living a life, raising kids, ha- working a career for you to actually sit down and like, go, okay, what is, what is this 401k and where did it come what's, from? What's so funny just to add to that too. I'm just thinking of the times we've talked with people and they're like, yeah, my 401k is turned into a 201k because the market went yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing that so much from people. Yeah. 2008, my 401k turned into 201k. Yeah. <laughs> And what we really see like when it comes to saving as well, like if we're trying to get financially independent, if we're just constantly just putting money in our savings account or shoveling money into retirement accounts, we, we tend to accumulate all this money. We save all these funds and it's very easy for us to just consume it. We put money in our savings account. And I will tell you, there's often a lot of times that we talk with people where, hey, I, I want to go buy a new house now because I've got all this cash in there. I want to go purchase a new car. Uh, maybe I want to go on all these different trips that I'm trying to plan and I'm trying to do things. But the whole idea when we do talk with them initially, they say, hey, yeah, I'm saving money. And they're like, I put $1,000 a month into my savings account. But that that account, when you're actually putting money into it, like usually what we refer to that as the your security money, as we were talking about previously in one of our episodes. But it's also just it's money that you save to spend. It's money that you're looking to eventually absorb into your lifestyle in the short term. So I, maybe we should just kind of recap the three different types of savings that we've talked about in the last couple of episodes. That first layer of protection that you should have, right? The, the, the first thing you focus on is the security money. That's the money that you have that is for the unexpected and the unpredictable. The second one is flex money. Flex money is for the savings that you put somewhere. And at some point in time, you, you know that it's going to go to something like saving for a roof, saving for a new car, saving for a home, right? It's all that money that you may not necessarily know exactly what it's going to go towards, but you know that at some point it's going to go to something that is, that is, that is looming in the background. If your roof is 20 years old hmm. and your roof is a 25-year-old roof, then chances are you're going to need to start putting money away for the next five years to, to figure out, because like, there will be a time when you're going to have to replace that roof. Or when you live in the South and you... You know, your AC is not going on 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. Oh my gosh, ACs are not not cheap anymore either. Yeah. And, so, and then freedom money is the savings to produce growth or income when you choose to stop working or when you can't work. When can you find yourself in a place where you can't work? Like that can happen at any point in time, right? I mean, a lot of people experience it during COVID. Hey, you know what? Quarantine, can't work now, right? You got 10 days, can't do anything. 
after this episode, if you want to learn a little bit more about security money, you want to learn a little bit more about flex money, go check out episodes 61 and 62, because that's where we dive down a little bit further into how these can work into your life. We all have goals and ambitions in life. And one day it would be nice to have the choice to work when we want to work. If you want to learn how to use freedom money to your advantage and get the most out of your savings plan, watch the video labeled Produce the Most Income Through Retirement by visiting the link in the description of this podcast. So let's talk about freedom money. Let's dive down deep in the details of what this really is, the purpose of it, how it works. When you say freedom, it makes me want to say America. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's part of the American dream here. I mean, we're talking about being in a position where you are free from having to work for a paycheck. That's what we call it freedom money. And not only does it sound American and patriotic, but it, it sounds freeing and awesome. Right. Do you, do you also, do you also hear the sound of the Eagle? Like, you know, God, like, God. <laughs> it's exactly the, 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 it's carrying money in its mouth while it's doing it to, <laughs> or its feet. I don't know how it can't carry it in its mouth. While it's... <laughs> so this is, this is money that you set aside that you're not going to need for at least a few years. You've got to make sure that your security money is sizable and your flex money is at least to the level that's required for your personality and for your lifestyle and for the expected things that are going to happen in the next couple of years. But freedom money is the money set aside for the long term. It's supposed to grow and grow and grow as you add to it and as the investments grow. And then eventually there'll be a day that in the future that you can rely on the income that comes from this money as the income that you need to live on. And how awesome is that? Like, you get to stop working because your paycheck is now coming from your freedom money and not coming from you having to go to work every day. That sounds really nice. It's, it, it's incredible just to sit here and think like that's even a possibility to be able to have that happen at some point. And, you know, really it is like for all of you who are listening right now, you can get to a part where you're free. I know in the veterinary community, a lot of people tend to be uh, kind of you know, not very hopeful in terms of being able to get there. But at some point, if you can really create a plan in place that you are concentrating on the ability to one day not have to work for a paycheck, because surprisingly enough, when we, we do want to get to a part in our lives where we can transition. And in order to get there, there are some things that we really need to keep in mind, because you know, earlier we talked a little bit about how people do the 401k savings and, and the challenge that you run into as you're accumulating money to be able to stop working in the future is that, you know, if you put money in certain buckets or certain places, it creates restrictions. Maybe it creates a, a lack of flexibility that you can have within your life to, to have the choice at some point to say, I want to stop working sooner or, or semi-retire if that's your goal as well. And there are three things to really take into consideration as you're b building up freedom money over time. So you could be at the very beginning part of your career. You could be in the middle of your career. Uh, even as you're getting towards the latter part and you're getting closer to the big R word, that's your goal at the end of the day, is that you got to take into consideration taxes, risk, and accessibility of your money. So when, when we talk about taxes, it's really, it's not even just the money that you're saving today by putting money into those different buckets, but it's really the ability at some point when you take money out in the future, what are the tax let's say consequences that you're going to have at the end. So as you withdraw money out of the accounts that you put money into, are you going to have to pay taxes on them? Or if you do have to pay taxes on them, like how is that determined? Like there's certain things that really got to take into consideration as you're putting money into those buckets. And without going into too much detail in this episode around what those things are specifically, 
is just really important to look at that. We have other episodes where we go into more detail about that. And at the same time, when it comes to the other part of it is we want to talk about risk. So you're going to be taking certain risks. And if there are things that you want to be able to, um, what is it? The, the fire movement I've heard of is financial independence, retire early is something that's constantly is getting pushed up around lately too. And if you want to eventually transition and semi-retire sooner, you got to really take into consideration the amount of risk that you're taking because there is a chance you could take so much risk to where your plan doesn't work out the way you anticipated because the world does kind of shift. Like over the last decade or so, there's been some pretty interesting events that have happened between the housing market that's collapsed and you know the pandemic that's come through where it's caused a lot of uncertainty for people and it's caused people to panic. It goes to also be said there that there are times in there are times in history where we can see where people were forced to retire, like they didn't really have an option, mm-hmm. whether it because of a health issue or whatever. And even if you're young, even if you're in your 30s and you have an illness that stops you from being able to work for six months, like that's still like freedom money is supposed to be the backup for that. It's not supposed to be your security money. It's not supposed to be your flex money is meant to produce income when you can't produce income. Mm-hmm. So like if you got disability insurance, sure, let's hope that that disability insurance pays you when you're disabled because how your definition of disability in that policy that you have, whether it be a group or individual really matters because you might get to a spot where you can't work because of an illness or an injury, but yet you don't, you know, you don't qualify for the benefits of that disability policy. And if that's true, then your freedom money has to have at least some level of lower risk and some accessibility and a place and not be in a place where you're going to have to pay taxes and a penalty if you pulled it out, right? If you're young and you're thinking of, and you're thinking about freedom money, it's not just retire. You can't just put money in retirement accounts. Because these, the freedom money is also supposed to be meant to have, like you're supposed to have some of it set aside for when you can't work even before age 60. Mm-hmm. And, and just one last note to put on here, when we talk about risk, a lot of people default right off the bat of saying, this is investing. Should I put more money in stocks or put more money in bonds? You know, depending on more stocks you take on typically tends to add more risk because you don't have the, you have more of the chance of your money going up and down based off of how the economy is doing. But when we talk about spreading the risk too, maybe there's a chance to add some more um, guaranteed assets. There's ability to add more consistency into your plan and finding a good balance that works for you. So there's certain things people will do that, you know, at the end of the day, you got to take it like a grain of salt. You listen to certain advice in the direction that's going out there and you want to make sure that it's like, okay, I take it, I absorb it, but does it apply to me? And especially if your ambitions are to say at one point, I want to have to be able to semi-retire by a certain point in my life. I want to be able to stop working for a paycheck. Are your savings and the things that you're doing going to provide you the most options and the most flexibility in your plan? If you're enjoying our show, we'd love for you to help spread the word about our podcast. Take your most favorite episode and share it with one of your friends. Put on your social media. Tell them about the great content that you're listening to. And we'd also love to hear some of your, your feedback and your love. Go like the Smarter Vet Podcast Facebook page. And we'd love to hear from you. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.
CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. This material is intended for general use. By providing the content, Park Avenue Securities LLC and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. The individuals associated with Florida Veterinary Advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. Submission number 2022-143265 is sires September of 2024.